I'm going to call the meeting to order. The clerk will call the roll. Kiefer. Here. Kiefer here. Kilmer. Here. Kilmer here. Kolar. Here. Kolar here. Krause. Here. Krause here. Levin. Here. Levin here. Matano. Here. Matano here. McCarville. McCarville. Absent. Miles. Here. Miles here. Nelson. Here. Nelson here. O'Loughlin. Here. O'Loughlin here. Pertle. Pertle here. Rip. Here. Rip here. Rit. Here. Rit here. Rusk. Here. Rusk here. Saloff. Here. Saloff here. Shower. Here. Shower here. Schmidt. Here. Schmidt here. Stubbs. Stubbs here, Belgian. Belgian here, Wegleitner. Wegleitner here, Willett. Willett here, Williams. Williams here, Young. Young here, Zweifel. Zweifel here, Baird. Baird here, Bollig. Bollig here, Chenoweth. Chenoweth absent. Clausius absent. De Felice. De Felice here, Downing. Downing here, Die. Die here, Erickson. Erickson here, Farrell. Farrell here, Gillis. Gillis absent. Hendrick. Hendrick here, Jones. Yeah. Jones here, Corgan. Here. Corgan here. 33 supervisors are present this evening. Um, supervisors Chenoweth, McCarville, Clausius, and Gillis had indicated that they would not be joining us this evening. Um, this evening, they will be led in our prayer inspirational message by Supervisor Kiefer. My text today is taken from Pope Francis, and this was originally given at St. Peter's Basilica in Rome in 2013. And Pope Francis's native language is, of course, Spanish because he's from Argentina. So I'm going to first read it in Spanish, and then I'm going to read the English translation. Pido a Dios que crezca el número de políticos capaces de entrar en un auténtico diálogo que se oriente eficazmente a sanar las raíces profundas y no las apariencias de los males de nuestro mundo. La política, tan denigrada, es una altísima vocación, es una de las formas más preciosas de la caridad, porque busca el bien común. Ruego al Señor que nos regales más políticos a quienes le duela de verdad, la sociedad, el pueblo, la vida de los pobres. Es imperioso que los gobernantes y los poderes financieros levanten la marada y amplíen sus perspectivas, que procuren que haya trabajo digno, educación y cuidado de la salud para todos los ciudadanos. And now in English, I ask God to give us more political leaders capable of sincere and effective dialogue aimed at healing the deepest roots and not simply the appearances of the evils of our world. Politics, though often denigrated, remains a lofty vocation and one of the highest forms of charity inasmuch as it seeks the common good. I beg the Lord to grant us more political leaders who are genuinely disturbed by the state of society, the people, the lives of the poor. It is vital that government leaders and financial leaders take heed and broaden their horizons, working to ensure that all citizens have dignified work, education, and health care. 
And with that, could you please rise and join me in the pledge? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Supervisor Keeper. Under special matters and announcements, are there any announcements this evening? Supervisor Stubbs. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'm excited for a couple of announcements. Uh, the first announcement is the Boys and Girls Club of Dane County. Uh, they're located, one of the sites is located in my district. They're having their eighth annual Hearts for Helping, which is going to be held on tomorrow, Friday, February 10th. And it's going to start at 5.30 to 7 o'clock for VIPs. And those that are just wanting to attend the main event, it starts at 6.30 until 11 at the Madison Concourse. And this year's theme is a Hollywood featuring stars of tomorrow, Superwoman of Avenger for Good. And it's starring one of the youth who's six years old, and her name is Imani. Um, the tickets are $150 for single admission. A couple of missions, $275. The main event is $75, and the couple admission is $125. If you have an opportunity, please come out and um, continue to support the good work that the Boys and Girls Club of Dane County is doing. My second event is an event that's happening in my district, a taste of black history, so happy Black History Month to all of you. It's our annual Soul Food Celebration. It's at the Bridge Lake Point Neighborhood Center in 1911, uh, Lake Point Drive. It's on Friday, February 17th. From 6 o'clock p.m., it'll be good food used, and it'll be a chance to learn more about the heritage. So all are invited. And the final announcement is for on Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, February 14th at 8 o'clock a.m., the UW Extension Committee will have a very important visitor, the new dean, which is Dean Carl Martin, who is the dean of the Cooperative Extension, will be there to give us an update on the reorganization process of UW Extension. So all supervisors, if you get a chance, please come out and attend that meeting on this upcoming Tuesday, 8.15 a.m. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. Supervisor Downing. Well, thank you, Madam Chair. This evening, uh, I'm going to introduce uh, a resolution which will uh, ask for a change in Chapter 10 of the Zoning Code. And um, I know that we've uh, got a comprehensive revision coming up down the road, but uh, I don't think we should stay in limbo and not solve problems that arise. The problem uh, that I'm going to address with this is, will, uh, will be to uh, allow this sign to be replaced with this sign. They don't look too much different, but one uh, allows them to digitally change what it reads instead of go out there, going out there in the cold and fumbling with letters. Uh, I had uh, Roger Lane thoroughly research uh, the criteria for this so that we don't end up uh, unwittingly allowing glaring, obnoxious digital signs. Uh, and he's put lumen limits in here, and I really believe that... Uh, we can solve a, a problem for uh, a town, well, a church in a town, and at the same time, possibly send a signal to uh, to the towns that, hey, uh, we're not just 
going to put you on hold for a year. We're going to solve your problems as they come along. So I hope you will consider uh, signing out of this resolution. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. Tonight um, I am circulating two resolutions and one ordinance amendment. Um, I invite everyone to sign out as co-sponsors. Uh, one, uh, one resolution uh, articulates our policy, which, most of which our policy is already in place. It re-articulates it, uh, our policy of protecting immigrants in our community, not uh, asking individuals' immigration status, uh, reporting on them, not cooperating with the federal government and ICE and, and using county government funds to uh, execute that. And then um, many efforts that uh, it commends the sheriff for many efforts that he's doing and asks him to do a little more. So I ask everyone to sign on to that. Um, it's also, there's also a resolution that's a statement opposing uh, the ban on Muslims entering the United States. And there is an ordinance amendment that codifies that says that uh, anyone from any um, uh, Dane County Department that gets an inquiry from the federal government regarding immigration status is to refer that to Corporation Council so they can make the adequate decision of whether information should be released or not uh, so that individual staffers are not having to make that decision upon themselves. Um, so I hope everyone will join me. Thank you very much. Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Further announcements? Seeing none. We're on to approval of payments. Is there a motion on the bills over $10,000 referred to the county board? Moved by Matano, seconded by Farrell. Is there discussion? All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the bills over $10,000 are approved. On D, claims recommended for denial, we have D1 to D4. Are there any requests for separation on the claims recommended for denial? Seeing none, is there a motion? Moved by Krause, seconded by Rusk. All those, um, is there discussion? On items D1 to D4, the committee has recommended denial. All those in favor of um, denying claims D1 to D4 say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and the items are denied. Under E, Approval of County Board Minutes. For the minutes of the January 26th County Board meeting, is there a motion? Moved by Nelson, seconded by Dye. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and the minutes are approved. On the consent calendar, items F1 and F2, are there any requests for separation? Seeing none, uh, the, what's before us is the committee recommendation to approve items F1 and F2. Is there discussion? All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and items F1 and F2 are approved. Under reports on zoning petitions, items H1 to H6, are there any requests for separation? Seeing none, um, what's before us is the committee recommendation. Is there discussion? All those in favor of the committee recommendation on items H1 to H6 say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the committee recommendation is approved on items H1 to H6. Under K, resolutions, 
Resolution 441, supporting WEDC Community Development Investment Grant for Hoff Mall Expansion Project in Mount Horeb. Supervisor Downing. Well, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I would like to move to send this uh, to the Personal and Finance Committee again. There's a second. Second by Supervisor Dye. Um, would you like to explain or? Yes, okay. I would. Um, well, if you'll notice, this successfully passed both uh, executive and personal and finance. Um, later on, the fourth floor raised some concerns about the county's potential liability. And um, so uh, given that Tim Kiefer has, uh, Supervisor Kiefer has coined the term the Pat Downing rule, uh, I don't think that uh, could probably, we should enter into um, revising this resolution uh, to include uh, a phrase that would indemnify the county. I don't, uh, I don't believe we should do that on the floor, so I'm uh, uh, ready to send it back to committee, and um, um, hopefully um, we can resolve that situation and uh, approve this in a timely manner. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. So discussion on Super Downing, Supervisor Downing's motion. Supervisor Dye. Sure. Uh, as Chair of Finance, I just want to rise and encourage uh, members to re-refer this. Um, in addition to what uh, Supervisor Downing has indicated, in order to be able to proceed with how um, the village and the developer are interested in handling this, we actually need to negotiate a developer agreement uh, that isn't before us tonight, and we'll have to significantly revise um, this particular resolution in order to incorporate that agreement. Um, and therefore, even if we wanted to try to pass something tonight, we wouldn't be able to accomplish uh, the goals of this resolution. So uh, hopefully we'll send it back to committee and get that work done there. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. Further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor of Supervisor Downing's motion to re-refer Resolution 441 say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 441 is re-referred to Personnel and Finance Committee. Resolution 497, redevelopment of former Messner properties for affordable rental housing for families. What's before us is um, the Personnel and Finance Committee um, a recommendation to approve Sub 1. On 497, is there discussion? I'm, I'm sorry, we have, um, we have one registrant on 497 before... Um, it is Sheree Wallace wishing to speak in support. And you can come right down here. Oh, this is my first time doing it. Okay. My name is Sheree Wallace, and I would like for everybody to support this resolution because it's very important. Uh, affordable housing, we really do need this. Um, we have too many kids living in cars. I'm a um, Project Baby Advocate. I serve a lot of kids in cars, and I work in the Dabo area, in Meadowood area, and it's just it's sad. And if a vote can change a life and save a kid, then I believe that this is something positive, and it will decrease the cost of uh, shelters. It will have uh, families will be stable, and kids will be able to go to school and get their education, don't have to worry about where they're going to eat or sleep, 
And I just think that somebody needs to step up. And if a vote can save a family and save a child, because we got too many kids out here homeless, please let that vote be your vote and approve this here affordable housing. Just in my community alone, people are homeless, not because they um, didn't pay their rent, due to new owners buying property, so, therefore, we got from 50 to 100 homeless people, disabled people, trying living out of hotels, uh, taking the resources from joining forces for families. So I just beg y'all that if y'all can make a difference tonight and believe in some and want to support some positive, please get these kids out these cars. Allow these families or people to be able to take care of their kids because I've lived here since 99. I've never seen it the way I see it now. And we need some help. And we need people like you all to recognize just things have changed and uh, medicine is changing. But please just help these people get these kids out the street. Thank you. Thank you very much. Are there questions for Sheree? Seeing none. Thank you, Sheree. On Resolution 497, Supervisor Wegleitner. I'd like to move Sub 2. There is a second on Sub 2, seconded by Supervisor Matano. Um, so this should be in your um, iPad. It is in Legistar. I do have a dozen extra copies if anyone is having trouble accessing that. Um, so the, the sub two reflects um, some input we received from the Corporation Counsel's Office um, about kind of what how, how we can um, provide uh, input to the, the county executive as this process moves forward. Um, and it also reflects input we received after a productive meeting with um, the mayor's, city Madison mayor's office and, and city planning and community development staff. Um, so it, it talks about um, how we, you know, that the development process must go through the city development review process um, and that we recommend county staff consult with city planning and development staff um, when drafting the RFP if the city is interested in providing feedback. Um, I think that's um, really important. I think we've, we've had some successful um, uh, work when we worked at the staff level on affordable housing. So this just reinforces that history and uh, the importance of that going forward because it is the city land use process that will need to be followed. Um, it also um, says that, you know, in the event the county's approached um, by an owner or agent um, that has an alternative site in the same area, that we would evaluate that for its feasibility um, because, you know, the Messner's property is kind of unique property. Um, and there may be other other properties that come forward. We don't have any such property right now, but we just wanted to to make it clear that we're not uh, we wouldn't shut down that opportunity if it did present itself. Um, you know, when we bought Messner, we ended up getting a better property for the the, the day center with the chamber building. So um, we just want to make sure that that we're open, we're listening to the city, we're listening to stakeholders. So um, that's what this substitute is about, and I hope you will um, support it. Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. Supervisor O'Loughlin. Thank you, Madam Chair. 
Um, I don't think there's anybody in these chambers who does not support improving the conditions in our county and particularly here in the city on the homeless issue and especially the low-income issue. I, I certainly Oops, I'm sorry. Are you knocking me off? No, I was trying to turn mine off to make that uh, oh, feedback. I am, I, I, that okay. sounds good. But <laughs> okay, uh, I, I sincerely uh, appreciate the effort um, of the supervisor who has been working so hard on this issue. But I'm, uh, I have a couple of issues that I need to address. Um, way back when in basic econ, one of the uh, first lessons that I remember Dr. Rose instructed us on was highest and best use. Every piece of land should be developed keeping in mind its highest and best use. Being very familiar with East Washington Avenue because I'm on two nonprofit boards that are on East Washington Avenue. One is on 600 and one is on, uh, I think it's 900, just at the Ohio River. And one of them were struggling very hard with the developer who owns it because he's saying every single, any footprint larger than an acre is going to go up. It's, it's a fact. And I'm really happy that sub two shows that there may be a possibility of the city finding a higher and better use of some properties for our interest in providing low-income housing. I agree with that. And then we can, in turn, be able to either swap it out or sell our land and give them proceeds that they need for the purchase of the alternate site. So um, imagine what this is going to do to our county staff. I don't, I, I don't see this um, ready for prime time right now. I'm, uh, I'm very concerned about getting ahead of the curve on this issue. And I would like to have heard from the city planning department before we vote on this major issue um, on what their thoughts are on it. Because I think I, 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 I have a feeling that Madison, the city, could be pushing back a little bit but doing it indirectly. That's about as far as I want to go on that issue. So I'm not going to vote for this, but I, I want everybody to know that I support low-income housing. I support helping the needy. But this particular issue, I'm, uh, I feel it's not ready for prime time, so I'm asking you not to vote for it right now. Thank you, Supervisor Laughlin. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. That was pretty quick. There must not be many people there. First, I had a couple of questions that I was hoping that someone could answer for me. Uh, I'm fairly certain from the way this is written that the intention is to build new apartments here, not remodeling that. I'm not quite sure of that. But I'm wondering if anyone can tell me how many apartments we're planning on building 
or, and I know there's an RFP and there's all of those details later, roughly how much money are we talking about? Does anyone have any kind of clue about what dollars we're talking about spending? Super, will the sponsor yield to a question? Thank you, Madam Chair. This, um, this is about the process. It's, it's not about the, the funding. So um, this doesn't commit any funding necessarily. The idea is that um, the property itself is a, is a catalyst because of its high value for spurring development that includes affordable housing at this location. So I think we would be looking for development proposals in the RFP process that um, told us, you know, how they were going to put the funding um, together to support development. Um, yes, I, I don't think anyone thinks we'll be doing affordable housing in the existing structure. Um, so it, it would be, uh, you know, <laughs> redevelopment, it would, you know, that um, is, you know, we'll see what the proposals are, but I don't think anyone anticipates that you'd be creating a bunch of units in, in what's existing right now. So um, it doesn't have a dollar amount on it. I do, the Vinny Road plan does allow for, um, you know, some height there, um, five to eight stories, depending on where it is on the, on the property. So um, you could, you, you know, you could get some units in there for sure. Um, I think part of what this resolution does is um, require a, a community meeting in the neighborhood um, where we can get some feedback about what the, the neighbors and, um, you know, want to see in, in the RFP. Um, and there's an opportunity, this will be on the finance agenda, so if finance wants to make recommendations about what should go in the RFP, that would happen um, before it's drafted and issued. So this is just the beginning of a process we wanted to leave it open um, so we could hear from experts about how they would put something together and what the different layers of funding would be and, and what the neighborhood benefits would be and, and what the neighborhood is interested in. This, the city process, you know, comes later and, and there are definitely certain requirements that need to be met as part of that. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. So that answers some of it and I'm glad to hear we aren't trying to remodel that building. What it doesn't answer, and maybe it's, maybe you're saying it, is whose money this is. So as this new project gets built and understand that you don't necessarily know, but what I would love to hear is that this is not additional county money building this, and then we're hiring somebody to get an RFP to run it. That's my question. Is there county money building this? Can I try that one? Thank you, Supervisor Willett. Supervisor Wegleitner? Uh, I, I, okay, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, this does not commit county money to, to building a project there. Um, so, no, the answer is no, this does not commit county money to building a project there. Was that the only question? That was his question. Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. Supervisor Hendrick. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. I just want to briefly address the highest and best use and also the affordability. The, uh, the supervisor is quite correct that basic economics, or I might call it basic capitalism, uh, says that the use of the property would be determined by, by profit and by the highest value of the development. But that's why we live under regulated capitalism. Uh, sometimes the community has other values other than profit, and uh, this may well not be, it may be a very valuable use, 
it may be an economically valuable use for the property, but it might, might not be the highest and best use. But it is something that we definitely need. And we know we have the Dane County Housing Assessment that tells us we should be developing about 1,000 units of affordable housing every year. And uh, I heard from the city of Madison uh, just this week that they are hoping to develop 1,000 units in a five-year period, uh, which is, I mean, it's good. It's good that they're doing that, but it's not nearly enough. And so I think we have to do everything we can to meet the housing needs, and, and I thank uh, the citizen that testified on that. Uh, we have values uh, other than the highest and best use, and it's our responsibility to uh, implement those values. And as far as affordability, Supervisor Wegleitner said that this, uh, this does, is not talking about county funding to make this project work, to make it, to get it constructed, to make it affordable. Uh, but again, from the point of view of the city of Madison, I believe they have some millions of dollars available to make projects just like this, to make mixed income projects work so that some of the units will be market rate units and the developer will build those and the owner will uh, rent those and the people who can afford them will, will rent them. And that's, that's fine whether those people work in Madison or they work in Verona and uh, Supervisor Willits District. Um, those are market rate units and the other ones are affordable because someone like the city of Madison puts in additional funding to make that possible. And Madison is an entitlement community, so we do receive money, federal money, from HUD every year. And we have already received money that could be used in a project like this. So most likely that would be city funding. And uh, just in conclusion, I would ask everyone to support this. Uh, I think the supervisor earlier raised some logical questions about it, but I, I don't think those are questions that need to be answered before we vote on this resolution. I think those are things that will be worked out. And I think especially the substitute has created the framework for possibly looking at other sites, for cooperating with the city, addressing any concerns city planning may have. Um, I think this is ready to go, and I hope you vote for it. Thank you, Supervisor Hendrick. Supervisor Levin. Thank you, Madam Chair, and I um, apologize for, I guess, uh, not seeing this as quickly, but I have a question for the maker of the motion, too. Um, on this new sub, would you have an interest because um, Health and Human Needs does have a lot of oversight over the uh, affordable housing development funds? Would you have any interest in also making that a uh, committee for oversight and jurisdiction? Supervisor Weidleitner, will you yield to a question? Sure. Um, thank you, Madam Chair. And I, I appreciate that suggestion, and I'm, I'm fine with adding that um, as an amendment if that's something you want to do. I'm not, I'm not against that. I think the more opportunities for public input, the more times that it can be on standing committee agendas, and the more, you know, time that we can provide input, I do think we want to do it, um, you know, deliberately and move forward if the property is just sitting there. But I'm, I'm certainly um, supportive of HHM putting it on its agenda as well. Not this resolution, but after the community meeting. That's what you're talking about, right? Supervisor Levin, and could I just say we already have two motions on the floor um, because this is we've got sub one and sub two, so we'd have to move on this before this can be amended. Who moves sub one? 
sub one was moved by is what's before us. So, oh, okay. and then okay. this is sub two. So, um, if you would want to hold off on your motion until um, this has been debated, and then you could move after we, if if this is approved, then you could move. Okay. okay. Um, just to I guess respond to the maker, it would be I think there are some resolved clauses that refer to personnel and finance that I think could also refer to health and human needs. So that would be my preference. Okay. Thank you. Further discussion? Supervisor Pirtle. <clears throat> Thank you. And just to clarify, we discussed this at length uh, at finance, and part of the reason we moved it forward uh, to do an amendment here on the floor is that in reflection of the timeline and sort of the issues that uh, Supervisor, Clark, uh, excuse me, Supervisor Willett raised, about how the financing of this works. We're essentially leveraging the existing footprint, the, the land that we own, either in a swap for another location or in this location, to an RFP where a provider, and this is similar to what we talked about at AEC, where they would put together a package of financing to build, construct, manage, and own, excuse me, not own, manage under a lease of ours, that property. So they'll do the design, they will do those pieces. I imagine they will use tax credits, city funding, they could apply for county funding, private financing, there are some conditions here at this or the other locations. Um, but some of those windows are coming up and if we want to move forward, uh, I think that's why it had to come forward tonight. With regard to some of the concerns that were raised, I guess there's two issues I would identify. One, the chair just noted this is a substitute amendment and uh, regardless of whether one wants to vote on the final amendment, if they think this is a better approach, uh, and it's likely to pass, I would suggest adopting the substitute amendment as the superior uh, approach with more flexibility. And just so that we're not confused about what supporting affordable housing means, the vote then would be yes uh, on the resolution because that is what is, is before us, is a proposal about how to create affordable housing. The city has been involved in that conversation. The committee chair and the author worked extensively to work through those logistics issues. And I think presuming or inferring or speculating or guessing about the motives of folks that aren't in the room is a reason not to vote in favor. Seems like not supporting affordable housing. So I think if that's what we want to do, we should vote yes. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Pirtle. Supervisor Matano. Thank you, Madam Chair. I have a, uh, a, a phrase came to mind, which is, if not me, who? If not now, when? And the analogous phrase here would be, if not here, where? If not now, when? And we've been hearing for years that whatever location we tried to put a homeless shelter in was a bad idea. Um, I say, let's go with it. As Supervisor Hendrick alluded to regulatory, and I think Supervisor Pirtle tied it together, the question isn't a regulatory one. It's a question of what we do with our property and uh, advancing the values that Supervisor Hendrick mentioned. Um, but I can add in my own district um, regarding Supervisor Laughlin's concerns, I've actually been very supportive of some redevelopment of the Hilldale Mall, which is extremely expensive and extremely glitzy and extremely high-end. But uh, mixed in there, the Stonehouse uh, Company mixed in some affordable housing next to uh, what, what is currently one really expensive high-rise and is about to become two. So there's a precedent elsewhere in areas of high redevelopment to have expensive and affordable projects side by side. And I would argue that that is consistent with the highest and best use concept. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Supervisor Matano.
Supervisor Dave Felice. Thank you, Madam Chair. I would like to associate myself with the comments made in support of uh, housing. I do believe it's necessary. I do believe the county has a role. Uh, I'm a little bothered by uh, a line that was crossed out in this resolution, taking uh, personnel and finance out of this in terms of uh, approving a final RFP. And I believe that line is uh, 55. Um, I, I do agree that health and human needs should have an oversight in this, but I would like to see personnel and finance also to have a, uh, an oversight uh, role in this. I wonder if uh, somebody could speak to that, why that was crossed out, why somebody felt that finance was not needed to oversee the RFP, uh, especially since I heard the author say that finance would be recommending perhaps some amendments. So to me it's kind of a contradiction. Anybody want to tackle that? The chair of finance has um, indicated that she wishes to speak, so that I okay. believe that may be addressed okay. when she speaks. Good. Um, the other thing I, I'd like to ask the author of the resolution, uh, I'm not really getting my hands around the concept of this. Is this to go out and find a developer to build uh, and then operate? And if so, uh, if there's a shortfall, uh, who covers that shortfall in terms of you know, losses or rent or uh, whatever, insurance claims? Uh, is the county going to be the, the last uh, financial entity responsible of last resort? Do we know that yet? Does the... Okay, Supervisor Wegleitner, would you like to respond? I can, I can respond to that. So um, the idea is that we would be putting out an RFP to get proposals um, for the, the development project, and, and that would include how it's operated and what type of units are there and any service agencies that may be partners. Um, how this has been going with the Affordable Housing Development Fund is we've had a, a lease, a contract with the as the owner of the property with the, the person that is going to be, you know, that, that redevelops the property and runs it. And I think that with, through that contract, we've really limited our exposure. And I would just um, ask the uh, controller, Chuck Hicklin, if he wanted to add anything about Supervisor DeFelice's question as to um, how, how that works with our current affordable housing development fund. All right, so I, I think in some of the discussions that led to the resolution, the idea would be to, um, would, would limit the county's liability. I, I don't envision there being um, a proposal accepted or approved by the board where if the rental income didn't support the project that the county would step in and make up the difference. Um, I think the idea is, is to make this property available to potentially to qualified developers who could um, they would obtain all their own financing and assume all the all the risk associated with owning and operating the building and the rewards of owning and operating the building. Thank you, Chuck. Supervisor Dave Felice. Well, that, that, that's comforting to hear. I, I would just uh, submit that, uh, and I like the language in here about swapping it out for other location because I think if you're going to locate it on East Wash, that is, by definition, a, a project that's going to fail. 
because uh, low-income affordable housing on East Wash versus the property taxes that I think are exacted from any location on that on that uh, throughway are going to be hard to make up through rent. So uh, I would be looking once the RFP comes out for us to identify a uh, potential swap uh, so that we're not on Main Street, so to speak. Um, and then also if a motion is made to uh, have uh, health and human needs oversee this, I'll be supporting that. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Dave Felice. Supervisor Dye. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, hopefully some of the, the questions that have uh, come up will also be answered uh, by my comments tonight. I know one uh, in particular regarding finance was the deletion of line 55 regarding approval of the RFP by the Personnel and Finance Committee. We were advised by Corp Council that we are not allowed as the county board to require approval of an RFP that's an administrative function that will be done by the executive. So what we have done instead of requiring that approval is at line 45 and 46 you'll see that um, in addition to the public input session that was already contemplated after that public input um, session has been had, this would be placed on the finance calendar uh, and potentially if we have another amendment uh, on an HHN calendar for further discussion and then the county board could provide recommendations to the executive and to staff about what we feel um, would be appropriate and would like we would like to see in the RFP, although we don't have authority to dictate that. Um, additionally, I want to speak to uh, the meeting that we had with the city. Um, Supervisor Wegleitner and I met with city staff, including staff from the mayor's office. Last week, uh, this version before you incorporates feedback that we received from them, but I will tell you that um, I was really happy uh, when that meeting concluded because the tone from everyone uh, who was there was how can we make this work because everyone who is in that room really believed that, that we need more affordable housing in this corridor. Um, the idea of a property swap or finding another property in the same corridor is something that the city um, brought to the table as something that we should keep our options open on. Um, I think we ended up being successful with that with the Day Resource Center and so a lot of what you're seeing here is us having learned lessons from that. Um, making sure that we're cooperating with the city and have their buy-in first before we're coming to the floor with this. Um, making sure that we're keeping options open so that if another better property uh, comes up we're not continuing to barrel full steam ahead on this particular property but that we're continuing to move forward with developing a vision for what that neighborhood, whether it's on the Messner site or another site, uh, would like to see in a development of this type. And I think that's really important because if you uh, look at Legistar, what's also attached is a revised timeline um, for this process, <coughs> and you'll see that uh, that revised timeline has potentially an RFP um, <coughs> coming back to the board for approval of a developer in August uh, and not until our, la our August 17th meeting because of course during the summer we don't meet as often. Um, and that is already a somewhat tight timeline, potentially feasible but already tight uh, for a developer to be able to put together a financing package that includes WIDA tax credits, which right now have a deadline of November of 2017. And so we want to make sure that we're moving this forward um, so that if we find someone who wants to develop a property with a vision that fits uh, with what the neighborhood and the city wants and with our vision of including affordable housing uh, that the city shares, 
that they're able to do so and take advantage of financing that's out there um, that can help to make uh, affordable housing possible through tax credits, um, through city financing. There's mentioned in this resolution our affordable housing development fund um, as potential financing to put together a package so that even in areas of high property values, you can still make it economically feasible. You'll also note that there aren't a lot of requirements in here about it has to be X number of units and it has to be X percentage of low-income housing, and that's because we want this to be a project that actually is economically viable, and developers will know um, that better than I do, and they will be able to work between the point of selection and um, you know, hopefully November of 2017, when they would be putting in an application for WIDA credits to put together a project that helps to leverage other sources besides solely the county to make this project work. Um, so all of that being said, I uh, have absolutely no objection to including health and human needs in this process. Um, however, would urge the chair to note that we are on a timeline that would require us to make sure that we get feedback um, in a timely manner so that we can comply with this and give ourselves the best opportunity for success. Um, also wanted to make sure that supervisors saw, in case anyone missed it, that we did receive uh, an email from the mayor earlier this week um, in regard to the meeting that we had with city staff that specifically said that we had a positive meeting um, and that um, they welcome the opportunity to work with us on additional affordable housing. Um, one of the items that they made clear during our meeting um, and that we have added additional clarity to in this sub is that any proposal is going to have to comply um, with the city's process and follow the city's process. And I think ultimately what we're all looking for is a place where people in our community um, regardless of what their income is, have an opportunity to thrive in a high opportunity area of our city uh, that has transportation and so many of the other things that we often struggle with when we're talking about how can we find a location for affordable housing and programming. Right now we own a piece of property that has a lot of those assets that we're always looking for. And so this resolution tonight gives us a really great opportunity to move forward with making that a reality. Um, to explore our options on specifically what the neighborhood, the city, and the county would want to see in a proposal, and then to hear from developers about how they see that coming together. Um, so I urge your support and uh, would also just like to say thank you very much to the city for your cooperation, and thanks to Supervisor Wegleitner for her work. Thank you, Supervisor Day. Supervisor Veldrin. Thank you, Madam Chair. <coughs> Sorry, I was just... Something just hit my desk and I was preoccupied by it. Um, and I knew it would be my turn. First, I want to thank um, Sheree Wallace, who came tonight. And I almost thought it was surprising that with all the emails we got, there weren't a lot of people here. I'm glad. I mean, maybe there was, there was consensus that this will go through, even if there's some concerns. And I'm one of them. Um, but I want to appreciate Sheree's voice, and, and she used to be, unfortunately, or she was in my district, and now she's in Supervisor Baird's district, having moved just across the belt line. So Supervisor Baird should be proud of that. I'm excited. Um, but when I talked to Sheree about issues outside of downtown, we all know 
and we talked about it, and she told me about what was going on in the Menowood area. And the whole southwest side, you, know, you those are the invisible people. They're not the panhandlers that, you know, the mayor is sort of targeting and, and the people up and down State Street. These are people that, as Sheree said, are trying to get their lives together and still, you know, trying to keep kids in school and over in Tokyo and Orchard Ridge right over there and in Fox School. So it's important that when we look at this property, which I think absolutely does have a lot of uh, financial value, that we look outside, um, maybe to duplicate, but if it's a if it's worth if we're able to do a larger building, just the thought of, I mean, obviously people are going to come from everywhere, and hopefully they do. That we're looking for people that when they apply, that they would be looking at you know, people around the city and, and around the county, especially to take the advantage of the downtown area. That was also um, expressed. I do want to thank all the supervisors um, for helping me get through some of the struggling points that I had with this. Um, like I said, I still have some slight doubts, but I'm, a lot of them have been laid to rest on, on the finance. And I know we got into a lot of sort of minutiae. I think it was important, but I just wanted to bring back what some, some of Supervisor Wegleitner and Sheree said that this is going to help. And Supervisor Curtis, excuse me, um, also said this is about affordable housing. And, and, and that, to me, is enough for, to let this go through. And I think we will do the right thing in terms of financing and, and making sure the county is whole and that if it can be worked on that it's better than in other, in other uh, excuse me, in other buildings and there's a swap and it's more housing, that would be great. So I appreciate all the discussion. It helped me because, you know, everybody always says, everybody comes in here, their minds are made up. It doesn't matter what people say. I think tonight it helped me sort of clarify a lot of the issues. So um, I hope everyone can support this thing. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Belgin. Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, first, I want to give a huge thank you to Supervisor Weigleitner uh, for leading on this and Supervisor Dye uh, for leading on this from uh, personal finance. This certainly wouldn't be what it is without both of their leadership. And I think that this is uh, as done as it can be. I think it's incredibly thorough, the work that has been done, the meetings that have taken place, the details, the questions, the answers, uh, the resolution, I think, before us is exhaustive and very detailed, and I'm very impressed with that, and that is so much why I want to thank Supervisor Reglander and Supervisor Dye. Um, but one thing I just wanted to quickly point out, I would, what I love about this resolution uh, is that it's talking about family housing. Of course, I would support it, affordable housing no matter what. But in uh, reality, the family... Housing, affordable family housing needs is one of the biggest unmet needs, bigger than the individual uh, lack of affordable housing. And last night I was at uh, the City Education Committee. We talked about this. We had a presentation about the growing, growing, growing number of homeless students in Madison Public Schools. And the conversation was that it is completely un it's underdocumented, the number of homeless families, because homeless families don't go to the shelters. Homeless families aren't living on the streets. What they're doing is they're living in their cars. They're staying in unsafe housing, unsafe domestic violence situations, violent, uh, staying with violent partners, staying with violent relatives, uh, doubling up, tripling up, living in unsafe spaces because they don't want their children sleeping on the streets. And because of that, it is, com it is greatly underestimated how much 
uh, affordable family housing we need. Uh, I, I applaud all the work that the city and the county has done, leaders on Rusky and so many other projects. But the, the majority of those projects are single uh, unit, uh, I'm sorry, a single room occupancy and one bedroom apartments, that this is family housing is phenomenal. I would support it anyhow, but that it's family housing, just I can't imagine not supporting this. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Supervisor Stubbs. Thank you, Madam Chair. I have a question and then I have a comment. On line number 75, I noticed that there was a deletion of the District 2 City Alder. Um, and I just wanted to know if someone could, Supervisor Dye, Supervisor Wegwegner, could give us a small comment as to why that was edited? Sure. Supervisor Dye, would you? The change was made at the request of the city specifically because the District 2 Alder serves on the Plan Commission, and so she's not allowed to have prejudged a project. And her involvement on an RFP evaluation team would put her in the position of potentially having prejudged a project. Very much. That was uh, extremely helpful. I am standing tonight because I am very proud to continue to vote for priorities that this board uh, certainly has identified, and affordable housing is one. I was um, excited to see the creation of new housing units uh, that will target uh, homeless families, um, which is a key goal in achieving the, the a key goal to achieving the end of family. Uh, homelessness. I know many of these families that are in my district or throughout the community, and it's saddened um, to hear Mrs. Wallace, who spoke earlier, talk about the impact. And then we go a step further and recognize so many of these students are right here in Madison, Wisconsin, a part of our Madison Metropolitan School District. And how can we expect them to learn, um, to be educators, to be achievers? when in fact there's the achievement gap. And a residence is a high priority in anyone's life. And so I see this as an opportunity to continue to address um, the racial disparities that continue to exist and daunt uh, this county and this community. And so I think that this is a step forward. And I am so excited to say as a body with 37 supervisors, we may not always get it right the first time, but the majority of us understand values and beliefs that impact our district and local control and local uh, decisions are so impactful. So I'm so honored to stand today. I'm very thankful for Supervisor Wegleckner and Supervisor Stye commitment. Uh, this is a lot of meetings with two entities, city and county, uh, to really move forward this agenda. So I will be voting for this with no hesitation and no reservation. I ask other colleagues to do the same. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. Supervisor Zwiefel. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I think we maybe need a little history lesson here. This is the same property that we purchased for a homeless day center and debated that and worked on it for years. And we're fully ready to turn that into a homeless day center at this property. And at the 11th hour, we magically got a better new property in downtown at the chamber building to put the homeless day center, and we still have this property. And I just find it surprising 
that all of a sudden this body, there's a few supervisors on this floor that are having an issue with a property that we were going to put a homeless day center at is now going to be um, market value housing, affordable housing, possibly mixed use with businesses. It's a location that's close to buses, close to jobs, close to schools, close to a clinic where people can get health care. And we're debating whether this is too valuable of a property for us to to do this project. I mean, this is undoubtedly just a win-win. Not only do we get an ideal location for our homeless day center, but now we get to develop this property that we bought that we were originally going to put a homeless day center in, which was perfectly fine. We even stood up to local some local businesses and um, to the neighborhood and said, we're going to put it here. We told the community we were going to do it, and we're going to do it, and we held steadfast and voted for it. And now all of a sudden, maybe this is too valuable to put um, affordable housing on? I don't know. I just think that's kind of ridiculous in my opinion. Um, so I'll be voting yes for this. I think this is an absolute win-win for the city of Madison. It's an absolute win-win from a county perspective, and it's a win for the residents and the people who are fighting poverty in our community. So please um, join me in voting yes for this. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Zweifel. Further discussion? Seeing none, on sub two to resolution 497, a roll call has been requested. Pardon? That's that's correct. Right. Yes. And I think I believe there'll be an amendment offered on this. So if it is approved. So on a roll call on resolution four ninety sub two to resolution four ninety seven. Okay. On sub two. Well, and you'll okay on the main motion. Okay. Oh, the roll call has been with request for a roll call has been withdrawn. So on sub two. Supervisor O'Loughlin has requested a roll call on sub two to resolution 497. Okay. Kiefer. Aye. Kiefer I. Kilmer. Aye. Kilmer I. Kolar. Aye. Kolar I. Krause. Aye. Krause I. Levin. Aye. Levin I. Matano. Aye. Matano I. McCarville. McCarville absent. Miles. Aye. Miles I. Nelson. Aye. Nelson I. O'Loughlin. Laughlin, no Pirtle. Aye. Pirtle, I rip. Aye. Rip, I writ. Aye. Writ, I rusk. Aye. Rusk, I sailoff. No. Sailoff, no shower. Aye. Shower, I schmidt. Aye. Schmidt, I stubs. Aye. Stubs, I veldrin. Veldrin, I wegleitner. Wegleitner, I willet. No. Willet, no Williams. Aye. Williams, I young. Aye. Young, I zweefel. Zweefel, I baird. Baird, I bollig. Bollig, I chenoweth. Chenoweth, absent. Palazius absent. De Felice. Aye. De Felice I Downing. Aye. Downing I die. Die I Erickson. Aye. Erickson I Farrell. Farrell I Gillis. Gillis absent. Hendrick. Aye. Hendrick I Jones. Aye. Jones I Corrigan. Aye. Corrigan I. On sub two to resolution 497, there are 30 ayes, three noes, and sub two is approved. On, so on sub two to three nine, resolution 497, is there discussion? Supervisor Wegleiner. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'd like to move an amendment. 
Okay. To bring it up and then moved by Wegleitner, seconded by Levin. And Supervisor Wegleitner is going to describe her amendment. Um, the amendment just adds and health and human needs um, to the two paragraphs. Um, so it would be on uh, at the line. end of line 45, it would just add and health and human needs. And then again at line 53, and health and human needs. So we're talking about um, the um, opportunity to provide input and recommendations on the RFP process and also receive uh, any sort of feasibility report on any alternative sites that present themselves to the county. Okay. Further discussion on Supervisor Wegleitner's motion. Seeing none, all those in favor of adding and health and human needs um, to the committee approval say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and the amendment is approved. So on sub two as amended, is there discussion? Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Well, I really appreciate all the supportive comments um, that have already been stated. Um, and I want to uh, recognize um, the hard work and, and support and leadership of you, Chair Corgan, and also the work um, that Supervisor Dye spent on this, and um, uh, our staff, Kieran, and, and Chuck also provided input. I think that was really great. I also want to recognize that um, the Tenney Lapham neighborhood and the Marquette neighborhood have really been advocating for the last couple years for affordable housing in those areas and, and I was reviewing the de development um, recommendations that they've provided for other projects. These are um, neighborhoods just under intense development pressure and they're pretty organized and they're pretty used to, you know, um, looking at projects and consistently they're advocating for affordable housing to be a part of these projects and they signed on to a joint letter to the city, um, at, you know, Stating we, we need to do this, we want to be um, diverse and inclusive, and this is a problem to have just all these high-end market rate units go in um, because it, it drives up rents everywhere else. And, and so, um, you know, when, when I was able to reach out to some of the neighborhood leaders in December and we had an initial meeting to talk about this concept, I got some good feedback, and, and we worked on a draft resolution. Um, and then I was just really pleased to get their support for this idea and this process um, at their January meeting about a month ago. They're, they're meeting right now, otherwise they, they might be here. But um, So I think, I think it's really awesome that uh, a neighborhoods are being so intentional about um, wanting to be inclusive and wanting to have affordable housing and really advocating for that. I don't know that that's always been the case with neighborhood associations, and I'm really proud to represent a neighborhood that has advocated for that. And, of course, there are wonderful advocates like Sheree and others who have been um, pushing us to do this. And so thank you, um, supervisors, for, for supporting this and, and the ongoing priority of affordable housing and ending homelessness in, in Dane County. I really um, hope you'll, you'll support this. Thanks. Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. Supervisor Willett. Thank you, Madam Chair. Well, I certainly appreciate all of the discussion that's gone on. It has answered some questions for me, made me feel some better about a bit of this. But although I hear it does not commit county funds and talks about county funds, well, 
it does commit some county funds, a little over a million dollars if nothing else. And I'm really glad that it's only that amount of money. This land is worth a million or a million two or whatever, and we clearly are committing that fund when we do it. So my comments don't have to do with affordable housing. And then maybe that's a little odd. Maybe it's not. This board has decisions to make. What do we spend our money on? At the last meeting of PP&J, county exec, you'll know I might not always support what the county exec sends, sent down to our committee meeting because he wants to look at some other ideas about the jail remodeling. Why is that important? There's a lot of reasons why it's important, but the message that he gave us was he's trying to find a way to do it cheaper. Why? Because we can't afford the options that are in front of us. The options in front of us are $91 million to about $150 million. Now, this money is for housing as well. It's perhaps housing for even more disadvantage than what we're talking about here. It's housing talking about replacing the bars on the jails above us because there's suicide problems. And we don't want to talk about that, do we? But that is what we're talking about. The priorities of where we put our money. A lot of you said it. I'm looking, making you look at it a little bit different. It has to do with the PREA, Prison Rape Elimination Act. We could get into all of the details of that, but we have huge problems on the two floors above us. We've spent a million dollars planning. We're spending about $4 million to make some things safer. We aren't getting all of the Prison Rape Elimination Act taken care of with that. The sheriff has repeatedly said this is not all our problem with the jail. We're going to have to spend money on the rest of the jail, and we're going to have to have some money when we get there. When the county exec brings us the message that we don't have enough to do that, we all should be listening. I'm not saying the affordable housing is a bad idea. I'm saying I think there's a priority that's even more important than that. So I think you can guess where I'll be voting tonight. Think about it, please. Thank you, Supervisor Willett. Supervisor Dye. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, I'm going to be voting in favor of this tonight, which probably comes as no surprise to you at this point. Um, but I wanted to rise to, to make one clarification, um, which is that if you look at line 39, uh, what we're doing here is putting this out for RFP through purchase uh, and development of the property or through a long-term lease. And so uh, while it is true that we're certainly leveraging the property as an asset, what we're doing tonight is committing uh, up to the cost of, that we have invested in this property. Um, I don't have any illusions that we're going to uh, actually be selling it for what we purchased it for in order to have affordable housing. Um, but there isn't a specific dollar amount before us because we are going to go through a competitive RFP process and we may have someone who's willing to purchase uh, the site at a discounted rate and have a proposal that way that may score better than other proposals um, that would come to us through a long-term lease. So we're trying to keep our options open and make sure that we get the best deal for Dane County taxpayers while keeping our priorities straight. And um, to Supervisor Willett's comments, they're well taken. We have a significant problem uh, in this building and in our criminal justice system as a whole, whether we're talking about the physical plant upstairs that endangers people's life and safety, or we're talking about the racial disparities that we have um, in our criminal justice system. And one thing that we can do to help keep people out of jail 
whether we have the facilities that we have today or we build a new one, is invest in a community that provides people with opportunities that are not jail. Affordable housing provides stability for families, and that's really important. Um, being low income does not lead to crime, but being low income puts stress on people that has consequences. And so we today can make an investment in helping to decrease that stress on people, saying that our community's values are about prevention, they're about putting people first, they're about housing first, and that's part of our strategy on dealing with crime in our community and on reducing the jail population. Um, it's treating people the right way every day in our community. It's reducing disparities, and it's making sure that people have access to opportunities. That's what this is about today. We can do this, and we can find a way to fix what's going on upstairs. This board has already made it really clear that we're committed to that. And more than this board, our community has made it really clear that those are values that we're committed to. Uh, so I don't think that that's a choice that you have to make tonight. This isn't a choice about do you care about the people who are upstairs uh, or do you want affordable housing? Because the answer to both of those questions can be yes. The question before you tonight is, can we take what we've already invested in and make something better for our community than what we have right now at the Messers night? And I think the answer to that is clear, and the answer to that is yes, and I hope you'll join me in voting that way. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. Is there further discussion? Seeing none, on Resolution 497 as amended by Sub 2, um, amend, the amended Sub 2, <laughs> um, all those in favor say aye. A roll. Call has been okay. The roll call has been requested. Okay. okay. On sub two as amended. Kiefer. Aye. Kiefer I. Kilmer. Aye. Kilmer I. Kolar. Aye. Kolar I. Krause. Krause I. Levin. Aye. Levin I. Matano. Aye. Matano I. McCarville. Absent. Miles. Aye. Miles I. Nelson. Aye. Nelson I. O'Loughlin. Alaflin, no Pertle. Yes. Pertle, I. Rip. Aye. Rip, I. Rit. Rit, I. Rusk. Aye. Rusk, I. Saloff. No. Saloff, no. Shower. Aye. Shower, I. Schmidt. Aye. Schmidt, I. Stubbs. Aye. Stubbs, I. Veldron. Veldron, I. Wegleitner. Wegleitner, I. Willett. No. Willett, no. Williams. Aye. Williams, I. Young. Aye. Young, I. Zweifel. Zweifel, I. Baird. Aye. Baird, I. Bollig. Bollig, I. Chenoweth. Chenoweth, absent. Clausius, absent. Tefeliche. Tefeliche, I. Downing. Aye. Downing, I. Die. Die, I. Erickson. Aye. Erickson, I. Farrell. Farrell, I. Gillis. Gillis, absent. Hendrick. Aye. Hendrick, I. Jones. Aye. Jones, I. Corgan. Aye. Corgan, I. On sub two is amended. The vote is 30 aye, 3 no, and resolution 497 is approved. Such other business um, as the county board is authorized to conduct by law. Supervisor Downing. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. May I see where the sign ordinance uh, amendment is? Great. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Supervisor Downing. Is there a motion to adjourn? Moved by Shower, seconded by Miles. All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned. Please bring forward your introductions.